Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, and uh, I guess we're six days away now, Wiz, from the NFL Draft. Uh, you and I have been uh, going through uh, division by division, team by team. We finished up the NFC, and we are on to the AFC. So, happy Friday to you, Wiz. How are you doing? Yeah, doing doing well. Uh, you know, getting ready, doing a lot of stuff for the. Uh... For the draft, okay, the upcoming fantasy football season as well. Some prep work, just looking at a lot of a lot of these uh, things going on here and uh, and uh, and getting ready. Always an exciting time of the year, as we talked about. This is kind of like the uh, the NFL draft is the official start, I think, of the of the new season. And uh, and uh, after that, it's all systems go. Yeah, you know, we'll do our draft show, but uh, you know, I, I, to me, I, I look at this draft. I guess I'm, I, I'm, I'm more undecided each and every day that passes about what's going to happen. I think the thing I probably feel most confident about is uh, we should see a lot of uh, draft day trade action, particularly in the first round. What ends up happening with a with a one pick, and then everything that happens after that. There's a there's going to be a huge cascade effect, and. Uh, yeah, I think this may remains one of the more intriguing round ones uh, in NFL draft history, and then that will unfold in Kansas City beginning next Thursday evening. Yeah, uh, absolutely, and uh, I think uh, a lot of teams are not quite sure what Houston is going to be doing with their number two pick. Uh, at this point, they, they're probably not even sure, but uh, I think the dominoes will start falling after uh, that pick is made, and uh, especially who they pick. So, uh or if they actually trade out of that spot. But uh, we'll get to the uh, NF- the AFC East, and uh, who do you want to kick things off with here? Yeah, let, let's, let's, let's look at the creme de la creme of the division, and that's the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you know, they, they, Obviously, they'll be picking in the back end uh, on most of the draft. Uh, they'll have six picks. Uh, that's rounds one through six, I believe. I don't think they have a number seven pick. I actually think the good thing is that they actually have five picks inside the top 137, which is not bad for a team that's coming off a, div- a division win. There are some needs on the football team, without a doubt. Uh, I think it's possible that this is a team that looks at, at, you know, the offensive line. I think they look at their defensive line. They still need to put some pressure on the quarterback. The secondary lost some people, so both at cornerback and safety. Those, to me, seem like positions of, of necessity um, for, for, the, uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Maybe in the later rounds, a wide receiver, perhaps, to add some depth to that room. Uh, but this is still the team to beat in the division. Uh, they may look a little bit different, kind of the way things are being reported right now uh, in terms of both the head coach and the quarterback talking about Josh Allen running a little bit less. Uh, but nonetheless, you got to protect that player. So I mean, offensive line and, like I said, uh, edge rusher and secondary for me was with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I always like, you know, looking at intentions of teams. And uh, I- I'm pretty confident that Bills are going to take a wide receiver in this draft. Um they seem to be in on Odell Beckham, uh, and um, I'm not sure they're thrilled with Gabriel Davis um, as as the surefire wide receiver two on that team. Uh, I don't know. To me, I, I felt he's always been a little overrated. I know he had that monster, monster playoff game in the AFC Championship against Kansas City, but I, he's just, I don't know, not somebody that I think the Bills feel – that they can count on. So I think they're going to add some wide receiver depth uh, in this draft. Uh, definitely offensive line. They want to get an, a mean, angry offensive line and be able to run that ball a lot more Damian Harris. It's something that I've kept uh, talked about at length 
um, these last couple of years where the Bills are really just a finesse team and they count on Josh Allen too much in those short yardage plays. So I think Damian Harris and, and get, you know, with the addition of signing of Damian Harris and maybe bolstering up that offensive line um, are two things that they're going to try and do to, to try and be able to run the ball to get those tough yards. And uh, I'm with you uh, as far as offensive line goes. And they did lose some, uh, you know, I think they have to replace the linebacker position. So um, that's what I'm looking at. Offensive line, linebacker and wide receiver for the Bills. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think uh, Gabriel Davis, uh, off of that playoff game, he definitely had a significant hype around him. Uh, I, I, I think I think I agree with you. And, and actually, uh, wasn't DeAndre Hopkins kind of talked about as, as a potential landing point for the Bills as well? Yeah, I mean, that their, their intentions are, you know, they, they're they still in play, I guess, for Hopkins. I think Hopkins is going to get moved. But, you know, just with the, just look at their intentions uh, with some of these free agents. And I just feel Gabriel Davis is, a, you know, when there's a broken play and Allen, you know, he hits him on those long passes. But I just don't think that they're confident in, in him uh, with his route running, his hands. Um, and I think they want somebody a little bit more reliable. And uh, I think I think I could see them definitely adding somebody in this draft, as we talked about. Yeah, so let, let's move to the Dolphins, Wiz, who are kind of the team that is, at the moment, I think, uh, chasing closest to, to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, granted, they have a lot of question marks at quarterback with, with Tua. Uh, they did sign Mike White in the offseason. I think much different than the last few drafts, Wiz. They come into this draft with very little capital only four picks, no number one. They've made some big trades. They brought Jalen Ramsey in. They brought Bradley Chubb in last year. They brought Tyreek Hill in. So they've spent a lot of draft capital they typically would have in a draft, and they benefited from that being in a position where they had a lot of players that they were taking. Um, you know, the Dolphins do need, you know, with those four picks, are going to probably need a little bit of depth. Uh, tight end is a question mark on this team. Running back, you know, I know they have most of Wilson re-signed. They've been rumored to be in the – Dalvin Cook Hunt, but maybe later in, is, is it possible a running back is here? I, I would argue either edge rusher or linebacker is a place. Um, and, and tight end uh, with the Gasicki moving on. I know they've signed a few of those other backups, but not necessarily any premier tight end talent on this roster right now, Wiz. Yeah, I think I, I think those are the two positions I think they're going to focus on. They only have four picks, right? So they only have a second round pick, a third round pick, a sixth round pick, and a seventh round pick. I, I think with that second and third round pick, they're going to take the two positions that I think are glaring to them: offensive line, and they want to get a tight end. Um, they want to help two out, and the two best ways to help two out are shoring up the offensive line and getting them that tight end, that safety valve in the middle of the field, um, getting Chubb. Getting Jalen Ramsey. I love the Berrio signing, working in the slot with Waddle and Hill is going to create so much space. So I think the Dolphins are pretty set for this year. I really like them a lot. And uh, they need to keep Tua on his feet. Uh, so offensive line and uh, a tight end. And luckily for them, this is a pretty good uh, group for tight ends in this draft. So I think they'll be able to accomplish that. But uh, with four picks, I think with the, those two early picks, the second and third round pick, uh, that's what they'll go after, offensive line and tight end. Yeah, and the rebuild in New England is continuing. Uh, Tom Brady leaving has left the New England Patriots with no playoff appearances, obviously no playoff wins, struggling to get to 500 in most seasons. Uh, a lot of controversy around the quarterback position. Uh, a lot of changes on the coaching staff uh, for this upcoming season. Was 
they have 11 draft picks. They have a lot of needs on this team. Um, and, you know, they, they're probably, uh, if Aaron Rodgers is assumed to go to the New York Jets, we look at the Patriots and uh, probably the team that has the most downside in this division. I know they they added Juju and they added James Robinson, uh, who may add some offensive spark. Um, but, yeah, a lot of question marks around this roster. Wiz, what do you think their main needs are going to be? Well, it's good that they have 11 picks because they need help all over the place. I mean, I, I studied this team and I looked at this team. Offensive line is pretty bad. They got to get that done. I think they still need another wide receiver. I think in their mind, getting Gesicki is going to, you know, that they're okay with Gesicki and Henry at tight end. But man, offensive line and, and, and the secondary on all the levels, they have to be able to get someone to get after the pass rusher. They need an edge rusher. They need cornerback help. They certainly need help with linebacker as well um so they have a lot of picks i know in the in these drafts typically bill belichick likes to keep trading down accumulating more picks i think he's got you know use these 11 picks and uh uh first or second or third round or three fourth round picks so those are six relatively early picks and they they got they they need those picks because they need a lot of help and uh i i just look at those other offenses and i just don't think and see how they're going to keep up with those teams. You're not going to be able to hold a healthy Dolphins team and a healthy, a healthy Bills team uh, under 27, under 30 points. And I just think that offense is not capable of putting up those numbers. So they need help to try and slow down those opposing offenses and certainly help some help scoring points. So I see a lot of help needed for the Pats. How do you see it? Yeah, it's exactly the same. And as you mentioned, yes, they have a lot of early picks, six in the top 135, which is which is a benefit. Um, but I agree with you, whether them sticking with teams' offenses in this division and the fact that they have, uh, you know, uh, Jason McCourty uh, retired this year as well. So uh, the secondary is further depleted from senior leadership. Uh, it's not the same defense from you know, three, four years ago, right? Where the Patriots were dominating in this division. Uh, they don't have that same luxury. They're, all three of these teams in their division are vastly improved offensively. So the Bills are up against it in this division, Wiz. And like you said, I, I think help is needed everywhere. Yeah, and that, uh, you know, last but not least is the, is, is the Jets with six picks in his draft. And, uh, you know, just looking at their, their makeup and what they need, I, I really could see why they're desperately holding on to that 13th pick. They have got to get someone to protect, uh, make sure to protect and help protect Aaron Rodgers and help with that running game. So offensive line, I see help, especially a tackle. Um, Tight end, I could see them trying to go. There's a good class, as I mentioned earlier, for tight end, so I could see that. Maybe some help in the middle of the defense at the secondary, the safety spot as well. But offensive line has got to be something first and foremost that they're going to help, uh, assuming that Rodgers uh, is on that roster to help protect him because, um, you know, at his age, uh, you you just have to be able to protect his blind side. So certainly offensive line is, is going to be the main focus, and I believe that's what the Jets will do, uh, and that's probably why they're so uh, desperate to hold on to that 13th overall pick. Yeah, I, 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 the, the intent is very clear to me as well at 13, and I think you know, given the way this draft could eventually go, one of those top guys could be there for the taking for the Jets for sure. Uh, on the defensive side, you know, either linebacker or some more secondary help. That's kind of the way I see it. 
but the Jets are one of these rosters, Wiz, where they are still kind of one of those teams that is a quarterback away probably from quarterback contention. It looks like they're going to get that done. Uh, but with three picks, uh, you know, one in the first round and then the two quick picks at 42 and 43 in the, in the second round, there's going to be some talent available for the Jets to really improve their roster even further. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of equity. I'm going to assume that if the Packers do not get that 13th pick, that one of those two second-round picks will be going to Green Bay. I just can't see a world where that's not the case. So I'm going to assume that the Jets will hold on to one of those second-round picks and probably a compensatory pick for the next year, depending on where the Jets finish. But, uh, yeah, I think it works out for the Jets. Their roster is pretty good. Uh, it's pretty strong, especially on the defensive side of the football. So protecting Aaron Rodgers and maybe getting someone that could do something in the middle of the field, um, down the field as well at the tight end spot could be uh, the two things that the Jets are looking to address in this draft. All righty. Very well done, Wiz. Uh, that is the AFC East, a Guru and Wiz fantasy football podcast as we move through each division uh, for those draft needs and because it's coming on quick, uh, just six days to go. A Guru and Wiz fantasy football podcast. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So make sure you're subscribing. Next up, on the other side, the AFC North. <laughs>